I'm talking to you, come on. What's up? So, just got back from the gym. Legs are hurting. Glutes are hurting. But we're back in here, dog. We're in here, dude. And we're... Is this... This, am I getting the light from here? Good. Am I getting the light from here? Good. All right. We're just making making sure the lighting. It, it never lines up the same way. I try to get the same shot every time, but the kids come in here and they start touching stuff. I got the lines straight. Had an issue in one where the camera was a little because my tripod's broken, uh, and so the, the, the I like the lines to be kind of linear in the back, and I don't I don't know I can't look at it. Can't look at it anyway, dude been off the been already already struggling but i went i went to the gym anyway and i got it done because your boy is gonna put in the work he's gonna have big he's gonna have big thick legs dude i'm having big fat turkey legs baby we're gonna get it done um so dude we uh we got the subs in man we got the um gorilla mode Moho Mojito, baby, or Mojo Mojito. I don't know how to, I, mean, I think it's Moho Mojito. It's got to be Mojo Mojito because Moho is like salty. This isn't salty, dude. Moho Mo, Mojo Mojito. Gorilla Mode. Whew. I take some when I, when I first start working and I'm just like locked in, dude. It's nice. It's real nice. So I'm pumped. Just got it in the mail today. I'm I'm a I'm a firm believer. It's got the Charlie, Uncle Charlie seal of approval. If you want to sponsor this episode, dude, Derek, sponsor the podcast. Just you don't have to pay me anything. Just let me get one free container. That's all. That's all the payment I need. One free container, once a month. That'd be perfect. That will be my payment, and I will. Give it the Uncle Charlie seal of approval. I think I'm going to start doing um, uh, voiceover, voice acting things for, uh, I don't know, Fiverr or something. I don't know. I, I, I started looking into it as like a little, I don't know, side side thing. I don't know. I, I like to do it. So I got to put like a, I don't know how it works though. I think I got to put a reel together. Because um, I've only done voiceover. I did like a voiceover for my church. I used to go to once, and uh, that was cool. See, this is not in the right spot. This should be all the way over here, dude. Hold on. I think my whole setup's not right. Hold on. Okay, that should be there. Let me check the other one. That looks... Oh, that is not correct. There it is. Can you tell the difference? I can. Um, yeah, I did like a, um, I did like a read for one of those, like before the service videos. It's like every day. Hold on. Let me put the, let me, let me thicken it up. Let me see. Audio processing. Let's get the big bottom. Every day we live in this world together. Some of us 
struggle more than others. But at the end of the day, we are in the same race. Something like that. I don't know. It's always that super generic, like nondescript stuff. But that's what I did. That's what I did. One time, um, so your boy recorded a little EP um, at Valencia Community College back in, back in the day um, with, with my boy Alex Cole. Look him up. Dude's amazing. Look him up. He's, he's playing gigs all over. And he's, 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 he's uh, uh, directing a movie or writing a movie right now, dude. Something like that. Dude, my boy Alex Cole, what a stud, bro. The dude is just, the dude is just, look him up. Look him up. Um, show, him, show him some love. Tell him your boy Uncle Charlie sent you. Okay. So um, this dude was dope, bro. He recorded a few of my songs for me, and he, it was so, they came out so good. Um, but they brought out this, I, I can't think of the microphone. It wasn't a Sennheiser. Maybe it was a Sennheiser. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was a really nice mic. It was kept in like this nice little box and they brought it out and like only, I, I believe, I could be wrong about this, but like only like the senior students in the program could like use some of the equipment. I, I could be wrong, but it was really nice, very expensive. The, the artists that would come in, so it was like a program where the music producers, if you were in that program, music engineers, whatever, the engineers would have like local talent come in and record music live and they would like do a whole production or whatever and stylize it and everything like that. So the, uh, me and my metal band, my metalcore band, hardcore band, whatever it was, um, we recorded with this dude. I think his name was Kevin. I think his name was Kevin. And, uh, it was a great time recording. His style of mixing was not, it came out good, but it wasn't like, it wasn't my style. This dude, I think listened to more of like rap music. And so he mixed it with like that rap EQ like real heavy on the on the low end and no mids and it, it was it was it was good but it wasn't you know um but we had a good time doing it and then I came back and I recorded with this girl can't remember what her name was Brianna something I I don't know I can't remember um but she just was like I don't know why she was in this program she sucked she was late a whole bunch it was terrible. Some other people that were also in the program were like having to fill in and record. Um, I remember we did this one song and this guy came in and he was like, I guess supposed to be helping her. They were working on something together, but he also did percussion. So he did like percussion for one. Of, oh, dude, it came out so good. So we recorded the song and I was so excited to do it. And then she mixed it mono left because she was like, oh, I wanted to do it for a record for vinyl. What am I supposed to do with this? What do I get out of this? I'm supposed to get out of this a dang song I could put online. You mixed it you lift you mixed it all left? Stupid. And then I came back a third time recorded with Alex Cole. So they bring out this mic and it's like a tube mic. So when you turn it on, the little vacuum tube inside turns on and you get to get this like smoky smell and you just breathe it in. So they're like, all right, test the mic out. And I was like, are you ready? And they were like, whoa, dude. Whoa. Do it, man. It's like, this summer, I did the whole, are you ready for the most amazing? Sorry, this hurts my throat. 
Are you ready for the most amazing EP of the summer? Something, I don't know. This summer, Charlie Creamer is bringing Schmexy back. Something, I don't know. Dumb, retarded. Oh, can't say that. Um. So, yeah, we... uh. I don't know where I was going with the, Oh, voiceover. Yeah, I was going to do some voiceover work. Um, maybe maybe we'll start doing that. It's fun. I've always wanted to do it, man. I've always wanted to do it. My man, my man Olin Rogers is putting out a uh he's working on a new working on a new show. He's working on a new show. He had Final Space, friggin' awesome cartoon, man. Awesome awesome animated show. Awesome. Start to finish, but it didn't actually finish. It got canceled. It got cut during COVID. One of the worst things about COVID, not the worst, not the worst, one of the worst final space ended. So, but he started a new show or he's working on a new show. And I'm like, I, I DM'd him. I'm like, please, dude, I know I'm just a random guy, but I've got the talent. I'll send you anything you want. I could do, I could, I can do any accent you want. You want Jason Statham? I got Jason Statham. You want Idris Elba? I can do an Idris Elba. I don't know. I can't do Idris Elba. I'm sorry. I lied. I failed. Don't hire me. Don't hire me. But uh, yeah, I could do a lot of voices. So that might be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, dude, in this Halloween time, right? Spooky, spooky time. It's spooky month. Um, I don't really celebrate Halloween. I don't do evil stuff. Um, death. Don't really do it. So, I watched a, um, I used to, I used to not think, you know, you know, you do you, but I used to, um, yeah, I I was, I, I didn't celebrate the evil or anything like that or, you know, dress up as anything evil or I don't, I don't think really ever. You know, as a kid, it was, it was innocent. You just dress up as a Dracula or a cat or a ninja or, you know, something, whatever. You just dress up as some random stuff, Cyclops. Um, I dressed up as Flava Flav, Darth Maul a couple times. Um, yeah, you know, whatever. So it's just, you dress up, you go get candy, you eat the candy. You don't think about anything evil or whatever. Um, but I used to watch a ton of horror movies. Ton. I was, I was such... So, okay, let me preface. I'm going to tell you some spooky stuff about my life. And and just a couple of very, very terrifying things happened that don't happen to a lot of people. And I'm going to share those with you. Now, I want to preface with, I grew up the biggest scaredy cat of all time. Like, of all time. Super scared of everything. Everything, man. Thriller, Michael Jackson's Thriller. We got the VHS on the back, like his greatest hits, you know, whatever. On the back, picture of the werewolf thing. Oh, get it out of here, dude. Screaming. Screaming. Crying. Went over, um, went over my grandma's and she got us, like my dad, my dad loved Kiss. 
that was like the band, dude. And I was cool with them. They weren't that evil looking. Even Gene Simmons, it was like, I can look at that. But my grandma got, uh, dang, uh, action figures. But they weren't like, they were like, you know, they took liberties. They were some very evil looking kiss dolls. And Gene Simmons was just like, ah, with the blood. And his face was all like contorted. And it was, you know, it was an action figure. They like, you know, they, 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 they did it up. Screaming, crying, sweat, tears, blood, all of it. I, uh, dude, I, um, my, my uncle, he used to have that ventriloquist doll thing called it Jerry and it would sit on it. He would like go to where he lived at my grandma and, uh, they had like a bi-level. So in New Jersey, for anybody who doesn't live in the North knows or doesn't know that there's bi-levels, right? You walk into the front door and you're on like a little foyer landing and there's just a staircase. You go up to like the main living place and you go down to like a basement or a whatever. Um, her house, you go down and it's like a, like a den, but there was a, like an, an extra, my memory says there was another kitchen down there and he had a bedroom and then there was like an art room or something or like, I don't know, a detached garage, some kind of, I don't know what doesn't matter. Anyway, he'd be at work sometimes and we go see my grandma and we come down. And so like, he'd be like getting dressed in the morning and he'd always keep the doll in his closet. But sometimes he'd be getting ready for work and he would just chuck the doll onto the bed, get ready for work, dip. And then we'd come over and he had the Nintendo in his room. So we'd be like, Graham, we're trying to play video games. She's like, go ahead, go play video games. So we go downstairs and we open the door and there's freaking Jerry just looking at you, staring, wanting to. Obviously, panic. Everything scared me, dude. Everything. Freddie, Jason, Michael Myers, Mike Myers, all of them. Um, and uh, yeah. So, just to preface, as I got older, my mom took me to go see Silent Hill. That was my first scary movie. The first. Certainly not the last, but the first. And that movie kind of ripped the band-aid off because it was it wasn't just scary, right? It wasn't jump scares, it wasn't it was evil, right? It was evil. And and and, and demented. You know, it was, it was, it, you know, the, the, the barbed wire goes and slides up or up or, you know, up or, up or, you know, just, uh, for your first scary movie, uh, maybe you should have started off with poltergeist. Oh, started off with barbed wire going up the, oh, so that was kind of just like, wow. And I went and saw it in this dilapidated discount theater where like the lights were flickering and the roof was leaking. And it was like one of those. Yeah, it was like there was like a a promenade discount theater. I don't know if that survived COVID. I'd be shocked if that survived COVID. But this place was like this was back in the day, obviously. And um, so that kind of like tore the bandaid off. Then we went and watched um, The Ring because The Ring only had like two scary scenes in it. But bro, when they open the closet and she's in there, ah. You know, dude, 
scared to open closets now. Hey, I wasn't scared to open closets before. I am now. And then, um, then what? Then I, I think we tried to tackle the grudge. That was a chore. And then there's some stupid movies, Blackwater, some dumb stuff we watched. It's just not scary, not good. Um, and then I watched the the Rob Zombie versions of. I don't think I watched Ch- uh, Chainsaw Massacre. I don't think I ever watched any of the, I, the old ones or the remakes. But I did watch the Mike the Halloween one. I think he redid Halloween, and I think he redid Nightmare on Elm Street. And I watched those. The, the new ones, I was like, whoa, dude, this is, I was deathly afraid of Freddy Krueger. My dad had a Freddy Krueger action figure. If I ever saw that thing, it was in the attic. And so I was just like, well, he's up there. The action figure turned into the real thing and he's just up there. And if I ever have to go into the attic, I'm going to get my head chopped off. Duh. So yeah, I was always just so afraid. So then I ended up watching the remakes and I was like, okay, I can handle this. This isn't so bad. I'm 17. I can handle this. And then then it was like nothing scary now, right? Let's go watch, you know, um, Blair Witch. That was pretty, that was intense. Um, the end scene, dude, he's in the corner. Done, done, heart, done. Uh, then um, Paranormal Activity, that one did me in for sure because you couldn't see the thing, but it was still interacting with you. That was new, dude. That was new. That stuff didn't happen really nice in the other move in, in like older movies. It didn't. You, it was just your imagination was the thing doing the thing. So, yeah, that was, whoa, cheese and rice, dude. Cheese and rice, dude. God dang it, bro. There we go. Um, yeah, dude, it was it was different. And I watched it like front row seats with Jade. And then the third, the second one, front row seats with Jade. And then the I think the third one, front row seats with Jade. Movies were intense. Um, but yeah, I mean, nothing was kind of awful. I mean, nothing was nothing was like crazy. I could get past it. I could get past it. I was like, okay, that was that was kind of spooky. It's kind of spooky. Um, and then watch some movie. Don't know what it's called. Don't remember it. But it had like a sacrilegious thing in it that, you know... The Exorcist, they just, it didn't hit, didn't hit. But this movie, I don't remember what it's called. This lady, there's like something happening with her daughter or something or a niece. And then there's like a book or some diary or note thing. And she's, she finds it and she tries to throw it into a fire, but then she lights on fire and burns up. And then I don't remember, I have no, no recollection of the movie except the ending scene is like a tree house or something that the, the, this girl is in. And she's under like this um, statue thing of what is like some, you know, some warped Jesus thing. And he's got this like upside down, I think it's like an upside down two fingers pointing to the ground and he's looking up and it just, that was it, dude. It was, there was something just so sacrilegious about it and they just, I, I, I couldn't do it. I was like, what am I doing? What am I, what am I putting into my mind? I was like, I've, I've regretted watching the movie. I regretted watching all horror movies. I've not watched one since. Can't do it. 
It's just not worth it. So prior to this, though, (laughs) I'm going to tell you about the time I had a night terror. One of the scariest, top three scariest moments of my life. So, me and Jade had just, we had been, we'd been married for a bit, maybe like a year. And we had this apartment, second floor. I got to paint the picture. Apartment, second floor, bed was in like the center of the room. So we had some room to the left and a bathroom and then a little bit of room to the right. Beds up against the wall. There's windows on, on on the wall to my left, to my right, sorry, and there was a street light there that we had some like heavy curtains on. So, because I used, I was at the highway patrol and I needed to sleep during the day sometimes. So, we needed some heavier curtains. So, the light would, you know, it was working to get through, but it, I don't know if we had gotten the blackout curtains yet. So, the room was like dark but lit. You could see everything. And then on the, uh, on the other side of the wall, the one adjacent to us, there was another window doors over to my right on the opposing wall, right? So I'm on this wall, doors on the opposing wall offset to the right. I sleep on the right side of the bed. If you're sitting on the bed, I'm on the right side, closest to the door. Go to sleep. I'm sleeping. I'm dreaming. Don't remember what I'm dreaming, but I'm dreaming. In my dream, I wake up in a in into another dream right i'm double dreaming okay this is inception i'm dream within a dream i wake up in this dream now my brain bro my brain is powerful i completely i now see here's the thing i don't know i don't think i'm actually awake in in real life looking back on it i don't think i was actually awake but in my dream in my double dream i wake up into another dream. And my brain has recreated the room perfectly. But there's a blue hue. It was slightly bluer than the room actually was. Slightly. I got the hue wrong. But the room is identical. There's nothing that would make me think I'm in a dream. I wake up, you know, I, 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 I think I'm waking up. I sit up in the bed and I look over at the door and I can just sense something is on the other side of that door and I'm looking at it and I see, so you know how light would like glow under a door if there was a light on the other side. So my room is dark and there's light out there and the light kind of just glows under the door Darkness was glowing under the door. So the same look of light was actually darkness. I was like, what the heck? Now, mind you, my door opens into the bedroom, like most doors. Door opens into the bedroom and it swings, you know, out. Because I want you to picture this, okay? I want you to be there with me. I want you to close your eyes right now and just imagine, okay? Imagine with me. Sit up in the bed. The room is exact, I mean, it's identical. There's some kind of something. It's, it's, 
just just something drawn me to the door. I'm looking at it. And then I notice darkness is kind of like leaking into the room. And I'm like, what is that, dude? And then the door slams open so fast. And this figure walks in so quickly and aggressively. I mean, like, He's freaking in there, dude. Walking so fast. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, he's like, just walks in and he's, it's all black. All black. The, 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 I mean, like, not like a black person. I mean, a silhouette. There's no features. He's just big and he's jet black and maybe a little jacked, but you can't really tell. He's just big. Walks up to me and just, boom, grabs me on the ankle and starts pulling me out of the bed. And I'm, ah! okay, freaking out. There's nothing I can do. He pulls me like I weigh nothing. And I'm freaking out. And he pulls me out of the bed. He starts pulling me out of bed. And I'm just crapping. I'm, I'm just hyperventilating, freaking out. And he's walking around the side of the bed to Jade to go get her. I'm losing it. And then Jade is like in real life waking me up because I'm sitting there, I'm laying in bed. So she wakes me up. I fly out of the bed. Well, I was kind of just up. So I, I like jump, well, but it was kind of flying at the same time. I felt like I was in the, I, I flumped. I freaking flumped out of the bed. Fly jumped. I flumped out the bed and I run into the corner of the room and I am, oh, dude, I'm freaking out. I'm sitting there just like, oh, so scared. Looking cool the whole time though. Just kidding. Not looking like that. I'm freaking, this is something that's going to freaking out, dude. Jade's like, what, what, what? You know how chicks do. They don't, they have, they have nothing to offer except just asking you what over again. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Freaking shut it. I'm sweating and I'm, I'm freezing cold. I'm sweating and I'm freezing cold. And I'm just sitting in the corner, just, oh, <gasps> <gasps> pure shock pure shock so I calm down Jade's in like a panic now and this is before we had kids so they are non-existent at this point and uh dude how do you go to sleep after that So I get back in bed and I'm just up, I'm up, I'm up, but I'm dead tired, dude. It's like three in the morning. I am so tired. I'm so dang tired. And uh, I fall asleep eventually, but guess what? Guess what my brain's thinking about? That dream I had. So guess what happens again? It happens again. But I'm more aware of it this time. So I'm laying down. And in my dream, 
whatever I'm dreaming of, I wake up and we're doing it again. Except this time, the door opens up and there's not, the door just slams open and there's like nothing there. But I just, I'm like, I'm able to just be like, no, 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 no. And I wake up and I'm like, okay, okay. Sweating again. Heart's beating fast. Like, I can't take this, dude. And that was it. I did, I think, fall asleep a third time. And that was kind of the end of it, dude. But I, dude, is there anything more frightening than waking up, thinking you're awake, and it actually being a nightmare? Ugh. I just stepped on my dang headphones. Hold on. Yeah, there we go. Um, dude. So, fast forward. Years. I, I'm doing this, this, this podcast project I started with my brother called Bad Brother. And we're talking about this. We're talking about night terrors. And I'm telling him about it. You know, we're reminiscing on it. And he has some, you know, some stories too. And I'm telling him about the show that I watched. That had uh, other people sharing the same thing, dude. Right? So, like, years later, I'm watching this Netflix doc or Hulu, whatever it was. I think it was Netflix. About night terrors. And apparently, there are other people that describe this. This exact same night terror. of Of a black figure and he's just imposing and he's some people you know he just he just stands there and other people he walks in and he approaches him like he did me and i had to shut it off i got like a few minutes into it shut it off cuz i'm like i'm not doing it dude i'm not letting my brain get back into this mode where this thing's going to show back up and i'm going to have another one of these i can't handle it i got heart palpitations i'm going to die so i'm telling my brother that yeah i watched this show <coughs> throat hurts Tell my brother, watch the show, and we're going over the whole thing. So I finished the episode. I'm editing it, and I'm getting some call call outs or whatever they call that call, um, whatever. Um, you know, just finding some images to pop up during the episode to just have some visual visual aid. And I Google night terror demon or whatever, and I'm scrolling down, bro. This picture pops up. Hey. That's the same thing. Mine didn't have a face. That's the same thing. It's even got the same blue hue. I vomited my heart onto the desk. How is this possible? Somebody did deviant art of my dang night terror and the colors and and, and how big he is he's 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 he's, he's, he's yoked i don't know dude i don't know i don't know what is that what friggin is that dude how is it that I people I don't know have the same 
dream as me to the point that somebody drew it and it's the same thing, dude. It's exactly what I saw, just about. Just about. My thing didn't have a face. But it was just about, dude. The color, dude. The color is the same shade of blue that the room was. What I don't, what is that? Is there like some kind of, so So there's a theory. We talk about this on Shadowband a little bit. A theory I have that I'm sure other people have, but I don't listen to other people talk. I just come up with this stuff myself. Um, that our DNA has information in it that we access, that like just buried in the coding from like past people that have lived. You know, just just passed down all that information. I mean, there's a bunch of information in there, and so I think, I think it's possible that like DMT, that chemical um, reaction that happens in your brain, that you're able to access some of that information that's just buried in there. So when you go and see the mother, or you go and see, um, you know, Ra or Anubis or whoever it is that people claim they see and it's all like this shared experience like everybody goes not everybody but a lot of people go and see the mother or you know whatever they call it Osiris um there's a lot of stuff in the bible and in some of the uncanonized books that would lend itself to hey people may have had some pretty jarring experiences with beings that are not of our world and you know maybe that's passed down Maybe that's passed down. I, I don't know. A lot. I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, no, that, that they are writing about their experiences with this. Mm, I don't know. The information had to come from somewhere. They didn't just make this stuff up, and then we all just have it. it it's, it's loose. That's a little bit looser than we had the experience, and then we are dialing back into it. But there's something about the dreams, too. Something about the dreams. I wonder if whatever this figure was is something that is just coded in us and maybe a lot of people uh, that have like a shared heritage somehow and that that trauma that mark that memory of of some kind of demonic uh uh experience is just in there and like you're remembering that situation like in your genes somewhere i don't know that's kind of that's kind of a crazy thought but I have those from time to time. And bro, I mean, it kind of makes sense if you think about it. If the information is in there and somehow you're able to access it and it's like a shared memory that a bunch of people have from some instance that happened back in the day that was just like so, I mean, think about it. If that really happened, that's getting locked in, bro. That's seared into your conscience and seared into your memory forever. That's seared into your DNA, dude. The fear of that thing has got to be this. It's got, it's got to be, it's got to get coded. It's getting coded. So it makes sense that you pass that down and that somehow there's a way to remember it. But that's just crazy, dude. It's, it's so scary. I've had a version of the other one where like the, the entities stand around the bed and you can't wake up. I've had a version of that twice, I think. I think, I think I have false memories that I, that I know are false. I have a false memory of my mom just punching the thermostat until it was like into the wall and then just ripping the sheetrock out of the, out of the wall on her. 
second place that we we lived growing up, this carriage home. That didn't happen. Room was blue again, though. It was that same shade of blue. Wow, I just thought about that. It's the same shade of blue. I went and told my grandma about it one time. She was like, your your mom didn't do that. Called my mom up. I was like, did you punch the thermostat and then start ripping the sheetrock out of the wall? I was like, no. What is he talking about? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I remember it. I know it's a false memory. So... Well, I mean, I knew it then. Once he told me, I was like, yeah, it's probably not true. Went home. There's no hole in the wall. Mm. Don't know why I believe that. But yeah, I have false memories. I I feel like one of the dreams, one of my recollections of having the night terror while the entity stand around the bed is actually a false memory. But I do remember having another dream that was so, dude, that was the first time I ever soaked my bed in sweat. The first time I ever soaked my bed in sweat. I was... I had this dream that we were out in like this winter cabin. I was out in like this winter cabin lodge thing and it was like dilapidated and I was in there and there was a room in the basement and I would go in and I would lay on this like stone table and I would lay there and I would like chain myself to the, the table and this like dead girl would come out of the, the, the shadows and she'd come out and she'd just like stand over me and just like torment my mind. It was like she could like tap into my brain and I would just, just be sitting there just and then like she would like disappear after a while and I'd get up and leave and then like the house was just weird. I'd like lay around on the couch and just be like weird. And then I'd go back in the room and I'd chain myself up. And then she'd come back in and just stand over my head. And she'd like come out of the shadows and just <laughs> and then she'd stand over me and I'd just like again. And, yeah. And then, um, then the house started burning down. And I don't know. It's kind of fuzzy after that. I kind of remember bits and pieces, but I don't remember exactly what was happening. But the house was like burning down and I was in it. And she was burning up, and I, but I could feel, I don't know, I, I can't remember. I can't remember what was going on, but it was just so much fear. But then I was also sad at, for some reason. And I woke up, and I mean, like my chest, I have like a, um, a real posture problem. So one of my rib cages is like bent in, and like and I was also super thin. And so, like, my sternum, like, right where the sternum ends, it's like there's, like, a little dip. There used to be, like, a little dip. And that thing was full of sweat. Like, there was, like, a little pool on my chest, dude. I mean, I was soaked, dude. You would have think I pissed myself 14 times, dude. Full bladder pissing on myself. But it wasn't. It was sweat. It was body piss. Dude. Soaked. That was freaking freaky, dude. Yeah, man, I've had some freak. my brain, my brain is potent, potent. I've had some wild, cool dreams too. But anyway, those were the scary ones that I had. Those were the scary ones that I had. It was just rough, man, rough. I cried one time. I got so scared as an adult, bro. I cried literally as an adult. Well, a barely adult. I was 19 think i was 19 i went to go see paranormal activity with jade and i i think it was the first one it may have been the second one i don't remember 
went and saw one of them. And so I met at the movie theater, watched like the midnight show, the night it came out. And it was like, not actually midnight, it was like 10 o'clock. Um, but anyway, the movie gets out, it's like one in the morning. Or I don't know, midnight, I don't know, I don't know it doesn't matter. And I'm leaving, driving by myself. I was in this like rinky-dink Sebring. And I lived in like a, a slightly, just slightly tucked away area in Chuliota, Florida. Just slightly the middle of nowhere at the time. But the road to get to where I lived, there's no streetlights. So I'm riding down 419. And, you know, it's, it's, I guess, two lanes, one each way. And I'm driving and there's no shoulder. And I'm driving and I'm having a good time. And I'm, you know, I'm lo- looking in the rearview mirror to make sure that, like, there's nothing just sitting back there waiting. You know, you know, you know, you do when you're scared. You know, you know how you do when you're scared. So I'm driving and it's dark. And I don't have good headlights and there's no street lights. So I'm just driving and I'm trying to like think of music or listen to music and kind of sing a little bit and just take my mind off of, you know, the scariness, thinking about how cute Jade is, you know, driving and I'm driving and driving. And then all of a sudden there's a person right there on the corner of the road and I, and a, a, a girl, not a girl, a woman, she's standing there walking, you know, and I, and I drive, I mean, she just appears out of nowhere walking, you know, walking away from me and I pass her, but I pass so close to her because I didn't see her and there's no shoulder and she's walking on the very edge of the road and I pass her and I literally was like, oh, 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 I started crying so hard, dude, because I already had a little bit of that anxiety in me, man. I already had a little bit and I pass her and I just, the blood just rushed to everywhere except my heart and I just was like wanted to faint I was like (gasps) and I just started crying dude and I get home and I'm like oh my gosh I need to go to bed dude I just gotta be you gotta be done You, you gotta be done after that and so I'm getting ready to go to bed I get some water and there's freaking deer rustling about outside so I just hear like I go, huh, what the, what, what, oh, what, what, ah. so I'm like, you know what, I guess I'm staying up, I guess I'm staying up, dude, we're playing Madden, so I put on Madden, and we, I played Madden by myself, for a bit, dude, it was scary, bro, it's rough, it sucks being scared, I have a lot more scary times that I will share with you, in another episode. I don't know. I think I'm kind of short this episode. But it's late, dude. It's late. I started this late. I uh, I started it. Yeah, I started this late. My uh, my dang, I called my brother. We talked for too long about silly stuff. And so I got to I gotta get up in the morning. I got stuff to do. I got to go watch my in-laws' dogs for the weekend. And I got to stay at their house because I can't bring four dogs over here. And... Yeah. yeah, my life's hard, dude. Anyway, so yeah, I think that's what I want to do is uh, is share some other some. I have uh, a oh, dude. I have two near death moments of my childhood that I can share. I've got some 
just very probably almost died times when I was a state trooper. I swear my uncle Mike turned into a demon one time and uh yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's about, oh, there's that other oh dude, dude. I got lost. Oh my god, dude. How did I make it to be an adult, a normal adult? So many absolutely terrifying times. I've got some stories, man. I got more. I got more. So we'll share them in the next ones. Those this will be my Halloween theme. I'm gonna do some share in the comments some of your scariest moments. And and let me know about night terrors. That's specifically for this episode. Let me know about night terrors. What night terrors have you had? I'm curious. Have you seen the figure? Have you seen the big jack silhouette thing? And if you did, what color was the room? Do you remember? I don't want to plant false memories in your mind. But put it put it in the comments. I want to read those. Dang, bro, that's crazy. Holy moly. And if this is years later that you're watching and after the episode came out, still put it in. I still get the notifications. I still want to read them. We're going to keep a log. Ooh, dude, if the comments were just a log of everybody's nightmares and we could kind of like get a thread. And if you knew like around what year it was, dude, how crazy would it be if it was like a, a um, like a cyclical thing? You know, like we all had it during around this time. Oh, that'd be crazy, dude. It would affirm my theory that there's uh, something tied into the DNA. Anyway, thanks for watching.